Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, how many of you have had people come to yours or your parents' house for a visit? When I was young and my parents had company, everything had to be almost like no one lived at our house. (laughs) Now, I'm exaggerating, but you get the idea. When there was company, we did a lot more cleaning than normal. In fact, I don't really remember ever vacuuming the couch, except for when company was coming over. I don't remember really dusting either, except for when company was coming. Now, I'm not saying it didn't happen, and my mom would hate for me to uh, imply that. In, In case she's listening, I say that we did do it. But it definitely happened a lot more before company came. Even if it was cleaned three days prior, the day before, we did a once-over. Now, to be fair, my parents entertained and still entertain on a pretty regular basis. Their house is a kind of gathering place for family and friends together. And And they're kind of known as... If we want to have a get-together, let's have it at Linda and Nails. But the point I'm trying to make is that hosting is hard work. How the house looks, what is served, and how it's served, they all reflect back on the hostess and the host. It's an honor to host someone, but it can also be a big responsibility. In our gospel today, we see a very important person coming to the town of Mary and Martha. If he is who he and his disciples claim to be, this person coming to the town of Mary and Martha is the Christ. He is the Son of the living God. Can you imagine Just think of the preparation that would ensue if you were to host someone who was running for president of the United States. I mean, I remember when the president came to Great Falls, Montana. It was as if the whole city was a person's home. You wouldn't be able to get a good enough cleaning crew for that invitation in your house. Now my mom and dad, they had me and my brothers to help prepare for special guests, but let me tell you, we would have never done a good enough job if a world leader was coming to visit our home. Now our scripture reads, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Let's stop right there. Do you see whose idea this is? This is Martha's idea. Martha wanted to serve the Lord, so she invited Jesus to her home. The only thing is, even though this was Martha's idea to host, she volunteered her sister Mary. 
And the question is, how many people is she entertaining? Well, only Jesus is mentioned. But we must remember that Jesus traveled with the twelve, the twelve disciples at least. And Luke mentions that there were some women who also traveled with Jesus. So Martha, and by default Mary, were making preparations to host at least 13 people. This is a big deal, and it caused Martha a lot of stress and anxiety. Do you ever try to do good for others? Perhaps you volunteer here at the church. Perhaps you try to be involved in other forms of community service wherever you are. And perhaps you just try to be a good and decent person in your vocation, in your home and at work. We want to be good people at home or at work and in our communities. But sometimes it becomes just a little too much. We want to be a good Christian wherever we are, but sometimes we just get overwhelmed. It always seems like a good idea to invite company over, but as you start cleaning and preparing a menu, stress over what others will think begins to make us think, I regret ever asking. (laughs) I regret ever inviting them. You sign up for your classes. You make commitments at your church. You try to volunteer from time to time. But you get spread a little too thin. And you just want to give up. Not only do you get stressed out, but you start looking at other people who never seem to do anything. Why am I the only one who helps out at church? It's the same five people on every committee. Why doesn't my husband ever fold the laundry? Why do I always have to cook? Why am I always washing the dishes? And why doesn't anybody appreciate what I bring to the table? I haven't heard the word thank you in years. Martha got fed up just like we do. The thing that ticked her off the most was that her sister, who she thought was supposed to be helping her, wasn't doing anything. The Bible puts it this way. And Martha had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. I can see her in the kitchen, constantly like peeking out. She's still sitting there. Who's going to set the table? I'm here cooking whatever it is Hebrews eat in the... (laughs) Nobody understands what she's going through. And it says that Martha was distracted with much serving. And I bet that was an understatement. She was probably frantic with much serving. She was boiling over with anger that her sister wasn't doing anything. And finally, fed up, 
she decides to march into the living room where everybody's relaxing. And she went up to Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. Everybody should carry their own weight, right? Martha was trying to serve God, but she felt like she was all alone. That's an interesting part. The truth of the matter is, she was all alone. You see, when we try to serve God out of our own willpower, when we try to love our neighbor as ourselves out of our own can-do spirit, because God says, I have to, do you know what happens? We burn out. We're alone. We're frustrated. And we want to escape. We run off to our pet sins because we think, I need some me time. But Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, you can't do it alone. Unless its only hope is unless it abides in the vine. You can't do it alone unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is who bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Martha was actually trying to do a good thing. She was trying to serve God because that's what she thought she was supposed to do. She was trying to love God and her neighbor because she wanted God and her neighbor to notice her. In the end, she was really only trying to impress God and her neighbor, not love them. She was really only loving who? Martha. And loving oneself always falls short. It's not fulfilling. And it leaves us wanting. What she needed was something different. And the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and you are troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. And Mary, although you might be mad at her, Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. What did Mary choose? She chose to abide in Jesus, the branch. And as she listened to the word of Jesus, what was she receiving? God's love for her. She was being filled. And as a result of abiding in Jesus, her faith was strengthened, and so was her love for others. 
the very one that she would need to serve in true love was being given to her as she sat at Jesus' feet. In the end, Mary's service would not seem like work at all. It would be thanksgiving for Christ's work, which he accomplished for her on the cross. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. How many of you are stressed, troubled, and anxious as Mary, as Martha was? How many of you try to do good like Martha, but it always falls short, and in the end, you feel like a victim instead of a servant? You do not have to be alone. Martha did one thing right. She took her complaints to someone who cares. She went to Jesus. And we are here this morning because we do not have it all together. We try to serve, but we always fall short. And this morning we are here not to serve God, but to be served by him. We are here to receive the one that served Mary. We who try to feed and nourish others are being fed and nourished from this altar this morning. We who try to give advice to others in order to fulfill their needs are stopped and we're forced to listen to life-giving words this morning. We who are wearied by the ways of this crazy world are given hope as our crucified and risen Savior abides with us. He has washed our wounds in those waters and he has given us new robes that were washed in his own blood. They are made white, as the scriptures say, in the blood of the Lamb. We are not here to serve but to receive. And the love that God gives us in Jesus this morning transforms us from Martha's into Mary's, from Saul's into Paul's. In our epistle lesson, we have a letter from Paul who was formerly known as Saul. And when Paul was Saul, he tried to win God's favor by his works by what he was doing, just as Martha did and just as we so often do. But God stopped Saul in his tracks and he turned his life around. As Paul, he was a man who first received from God before doing good for others. And the good he did, Paul did not even count it as his own work. He said it was Christ Jesus working through him. Speaking of his ministry, Paul wrote, we read this morning, 
For this I toil, struggling with all my energy. That's not what it says. It says struggling with all his energy. That he powerfully works within me. Do you see that? Paul is not alone in his service. In fact, after receiving Christ in his word, Paul doesn't even consider his service to others his service. He considers it a continuation of divine service, Jesus' service to him. This morning, we are weak, but he is strong. We are here to choose the greater portion as Mary did. We are receiving Jesus who cannot be taken away from us. And as we receive him, we are refreshed, our faith is strengthened, and our love for others is ignited. And then, as we leave the church this morning and head head into our various vocations, we continue his divine service that he gave us here as he loves this lost world through our actions. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding guards your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen. We rise together as we sing the offertory uh, found at the very bottom of page 192.